0: Okay, so we've been talking about dating, right? And we've said that being in a dating relationship is unlike any other relationship we have. It's different than our friendships and our family relationships. And the thing that makes it different is that when we're in dating relationships, we tend to kind of get lost in who we're dating, right? We are so enthralled by them and so into who we're dating that sometimes our common sense kind of goes out the window. And our rules that's true we do um like it's a good question like I don't know how to answer that our rules are like our guidelines of what we've given ourselves it kind of tends to be more lax when it comes to dating um we make decisions we might not otherwise make when we're dating like when we're single we'd say like I would never do that and then we start dating someone and we do the things we said we would never do um Good. Okay. Oh wait. I think it's different. That's okay. So the problem is when we're in a relationship, sometimes it's hard to see things clearly. Um, and we can when we can't see a situation clearly, we tend to make decisions that like you're wearing rose glasses or something. Yeah, thanks to me. Okay. So oh this is Okay. So um In some ways, people talk about regret when it comes to dating. And it's not that dating is bad. Um, Sorry, I feel like I messed up my slides somehow. Okay, it's not that dating is bad. It can be actually a really good thing. Um, It's when the problem is in relationships, when um, it's hard to see things clearly. And when we can't see situations clearly, we make decisions and choices we wouldn't have otherwise. And for example, What's interesting is that when we see things, sorry, although we see it when it's happening to other people, we don't always see when it's happening to us. So maybe your friend like, has clear boundaries physically with what they'll do with their significant other, and then they cross that line, and you're like, what the heck, you told me you would never do that. And you get mad at them or frustrated that they crossed a boundary, but then you start dating someone, and you do the same thing. Or maybe your friend, you have evidence that her boyfriend is cheating on her, and you tell her, break up with that person, like, don't be with someone that is cheating on you, and then you find yourself in a relationship where someone's cheating on you, and you think, oh, it's just this one time, it won't happen again. Um, We have general rules when it comes to dating, like, don't date someone who will cheat on you, don't date someone who brings you down or treats you poorly, but then when we actually start falling for someone or getting butterflies around them, our emotions get involved, our rules become a little bit more relaxed. And so the question is, what do you do about it, and how do you save yourself from decisions that you'll regret? So we are going to talk about a Bible story involving King David, who's like the greatest king in the whole Bible, besides Jesus. And he was known as like a really victorious leader when it comes to his army, a really great leader. And the Bible even calls him a man after God's own heart. But even with all those credentials, David still makes a ton of mistakes. And this particular mistake we're gonna look at is placed during a war between the Ammonites and Israelites, who David is king over the Israelites. And during that time, whenever a nation would go to war, the king would actually go fight with them. So David should be going to war with his army, but instead, this is what David does. In the spring of the year, when kings normally would go out to war, David sent Joab and the Israelite army to fight the Ammonites. So David's like, sweet guys, go fight. I'll stay back here in like my nice cozy palace, sleep in my nice bed, and you guys go fight for my honor. So he decides not to go. And from there, this decision has a lot of consequences that would later unfold. While his army was at war, David kind of got a little bored. And he, one afternoon, um, went to his rooftop and was looking out at his, his city, and he notices this really beautiful woman bathing on her rooftop, which was pretty common back then because they collected rainwater. That's why she was on the roof, if you ever wondered that. And David's like, ooh, i got to know more about this girl. And so, which is super creepy, and he sends a messenger. Yeah, he sends a messenger to go and tell this girl that he wants her to come back to his palace. So he sends someone, and this is what messenger reports, she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah and the Hittite. So this messenger, like, doesn't just say, oh, her name's Bathsheba. He's like, she's somebody's wife. Like, she is Uriah's wife. And Uriah is one of David's friends and really trusted soldiers. So basically, this messenger's like, listen up. Like, this is bad news. Don't do this. Like, you're going to regret it. And I guess since David's king and he thinks he's invincible... And the exception to the rule, he has someone bring Bathsheba to him. Um, And so David kind of had a few assumptions. He thought, I'm the exception to the rule. Like, I'm just going to sleep with this person and I'm going to send her on her way. Like, nothing bad's going to happen. And like, if something does, I can figure it out. So he sleeps with Bathsheba and then she becomes pregnant. So lesson number one for David is that he's not the exception he made an irresponsible choice and took advantage of someone he had no right to sleep with and got her pregnant, which is like, that's a big mess, someone else's wife. So if he would have immediately owned up to his mistake and, you know, apologized and figured things out, like things could have ended right there, but he tried to cover it up. Instead what he did is he called Uriah home for more and he thought, okay, so if I bring Uriah home for more, he'll sleep with his wife and then everyone can just say, oh, like, it's Uriah's baby, right? He slept with his wife when he came home for more. But Uriah was like, no, I have to sleep outside of my palace on the ground because I can't leave my, my, or my army is out fighting and like, I feel bad sleeping in a palace. So I'm going to sleep outside. So David's like, okay, well, that doesn't work. So then David's like, okay, I'll bring him to my house and I'll have a big feast and I'll get him drunk and he'll go home and sleep with his wife. And still Uriah's like, nope, I'm going to sleep outside. And so, yeah, and so um, basically David was like, I guess I only have one choice left in David's mind. And um, David decided that um, the best solution for him was to be send Uriah back into war and put him in the front lines where, like, it's the most dangerous place to be in war. And Uriah was killed. And David was able to cover up his mistake. After that, David made Bathsheba one of his wives and had the baby with her. So we, like, listen to that and we're like, um, David is terrible. Like, why would he make those decisions? Um, But the truth is, there are times in all of our relationships when people look at us and probably think the same thing. And even though we're not going to resort to murder like David did, um, we're capable of making some pretty dumb decisions, too. And getting stuck in a situation that we didn't think we would ever be involved in. So with a bit of perspective, we could have seen how our poor, poor choices would lead to more poor choices. But sometimes when we're in the middle of a situation, we can lose perspective and convince ourselves that we're the exception, right? We believe that we won't have regrets. We won't get caught if we do this one thing. We can make things right or this won't turn out like everybody else. But the reality is, is when we believe that we're the exception to the consequences or um, the reality is we're actually in denial because we're all, we're all um, fall into the exception. So if we aren't careful, we can find ourselves in a situation like David, not exactly like him, um, but stuck like him, surrounded by the results of really bad decisions that we thought we could avoid. So it's easy to see what David did wrong, but the question is why? Like, why did he continue to make all these bad choices over and over again? And he was asking, um, or the, the reason why that we can say that is he was asking the wrong question. So he was trying to say, like, how can I get away with this? Or um, how can I avoid my consequences? Every decision he made was through that perspective of trying to just not get caught. And because he was the only person speaking into his decisions, um, he was able to exclude all kinds of bad ones. So when we believe we're the exception to the rule, we can justify just about anything because we're the only ones speaking to ourselves. And we can tell ourselves anything like, oh, it's okay that we did that. It's really not that big of a deal. And that's especially true in our dating lives. Um, the tendency to justify bad situations it, um, or allow unwise choices doesn't make you a bad person. It's pretty normal, but we are all tempted to lean away from the truth when it threatens someone or something we like. But here's the thing, you owe it to yourself to be honest to yourself. Um, as an adult or high schooler, you, make, um, you owe it to yourself to make your dating life a good one, right? You want to make good choices and good decisions. And so when it comes to dating, it's helpful to ask the right questions. Like, Especially right now, if, is there an area where you find yourself thinking that you can get away with something? Maybe you're dating someone. Or you're trying to find ways maybe around the rules that you've set for yourself? Um, is there any area where you find yourself thinking, that may be true for this person, but like that's not true for me? In other words, is, in, is there an area where you're not just being honest with yourself when it comes to your dating relationship? So David was the king of Israel. He was known as like this really smart, smart man. But even with all of his power and intellect still got himself into a mess, and that led to a lot of consequences that he would deal with for the rest of his life. Um, Okay, so when did David realize how far he'd gotten off track? Um, You can read this later in 2 Samuel, but there's a guy named Nathan who spoke up to David and confronted him. And Nathan was a prophet, someone that spoke for God to his people, and Nathan was someone that David really trusted. It was a friend and someone he respected, and so Nathan, like, imagine Nathan sitting down with David for coffee and being like, David, like, you slept with someone else's wife, like, you did this, you did this, and David listened to him and heard what he said from someone else's perspective, and he got the clarity that he needed to see that his decisions were not great ones. He needed someone else to, to speak truth to him that he couldn't see. So we all need a person who will be honest with us when we're doing or being, um, not being honest with ourselves. So for example, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you can't see red flags or you can't see things because you're so enthralled in, in this person. And so to have someone from an outside perspective be able to speak into the, your relationship can be um, really life-changing. So that's um, number one, is to find your Nathan. Find somebody. Um, A wise friend, a small group leader, a trusted adult, an older sibling, a parent, somebody in your life. Um, Think about that person, who that might be for you, and then identify them and ask them to be honest with you and to shoot straight with you. For me, when I was dating, um, that was my little brother, Sam, and my best friend, Hannah. I remember I was dating someone one time and my little brother was like not quite fond of him, and I was like, What the heck? Like, why don't you like this person? And my little brother was able to show me things that I didn't see in that person because I was so caught up in the dating part that I didn't take time to see, you know, how did he treat other people or how did he respect my parents? And my little brother was able to, from an outside perspective, see something that I couldn't see. And then, same thing with my best friend Hannah. When I was in college, she would literally sit me down and be like, Alison, like, you're saying these things, you're doing these things you said you would never do, and, like, let me know that she was worried about me, and even though it was hard to hear, I remember I would get really defensive and be like, what the heck, Hannah, like, I'm fine, I don't need, like, your advice, but those were, like, the times I really actually needed it, and when I got defensive, I knew that it was something I needed to hear. Um, Ask them to help you see areas where you're not honest with yourself. Um, It's pretty difficult and often pretty scary when you have to humbly come before somebody and ask them to tell you areas you can work on. Or to ask to uh, ask them to tell you things that you can't see in a relationship. But that's why you go to someone that you trust and respect. They'll come to you with a lot of grace and kindness as they tell you. Um, And then three, listen to them. Even if you find a trusted advisor and they have a lot of things to say to you, um, wisdom that is, or uh, even if they have wise things to say, wisdom that is is wasted if you don't listen to them. So they can give you all the wisdom, but if you aren't listening and, and seeking that advice, then that wisdom is all wasted. So make a decision to always give that person a chance to listen to what they have to say. Be honest, um, even when it's something that you don't want to hear. Maybe they need to tell you. And like just like with Hannah, if you don't want to hear their thoughts on the situation, there's probably a chance that you actually need to hear it. So you owe it to yourself to have a clear view of you and your life and your choices. And one of the best ways to get a real clear view of the situation is to invite a person um, who will help you see your situation honestly. Okay, let's wrap this up. So here's the big overarching truth. Being honest with yourself now will save you a lot of pain in the future. And not like 10 years from now or something, but like literally right now in the next week or a couple of months. Um, We can make, end up in a million places by making decisions that we never thought we would make. All because we never asked tough questions or made tough choices, or because we never let the people we love and trust speak truth into our lives. But to end up where you want to be in dating, in relationships in life, any type of relationship, you need to be honest with yourself, and you need to let someone else be honest with you. So, things we need to think about is be honest with yourself, listen to advice and wisdom from someone that you trust and respect, bless you. And remember that in dating, you'll make mistakes, and that's just part of dating, but give yourself grace, move on, and gain wisdom, and eventually you can be a Nathan for somebody else in the future who's walking through the thing that you walked through. Bless you.